Welcome to the Carlos Gallo Jesus for People podcast, a podcast all about Jesus, purpose, and leadership. Our prayer is that you would be encouraged to step into your God dreams with confidence and clarity, and that you would experience Jesus unfiltered and raw. And now your host, Carlos Gallo. Well, hey, everybody, welcome to episode three of the Jesus for People podcast. My name is Carlos Gallo, and I want to welcome you today. So glad you're here. Today, we get to listen to a conversation between a guy by the name of Anelsi Castro and I, and we begin by talking about the coronavirus pandemic through the perspective of an international student before we shift gears into the topic of identity in this time. He is currently attending Portland Bible College here in Portland, Oregon, and he is just a servant at heart, someone I admire deeply and is such a close brother to me. I know that this conversation will bless you, will open your eyes, and will inspire you to make the journey back to your identity if you haven't already. Here is my conversation with Anelsi Castro. I am in the set today with um, Anelsi Castro, who is someone that I absolutely adore. I love him to death. Anelsi, welcome to Jesus for People. Thank you so much, Carlos. Isn't this weird that we're like... We're on a podcast together, right? I know. Yeah. Whenever I think, whenever imagine, whenever thought about it, but it's it's happening. Yeah. I'm so blessed. No, it's really cool that this is all happening, um, and I think we're doing it. Um, I I think it's really cool because we're doing it for such a good reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to sit down with NLC right before we started this episode, and I got to talk with him, um, kind of like how this happened. Um, how I came up with Jesus for for people and um, what the idea was behind it and kind of my just my inside conversation with God and the days that the events that have a that had occurred before and what I've been going through in the past last month um, so we kind of got to know more about that together um, but I love Anelsi he is originally from Mexico and why don't I just let you tell people who you are and where you're from and what you do yeah, thank you so much, Carlos, for having me here. You are amazing. You have inspired me. And in I think we've been talking here for more than one hour before we started. And it's been already amazing. And yeah, so my name is Enelsi Castro. I'm from Mexico. I'm from the north of Mexico, a city called Monterrey. And I just moved to America, to Portland, one year and I think three months or four months. Wow so far and I moved to Portland Bible College so I was living in Mexico I was working as an English teacher and I was also a social worker and then just in 2018 God just spoke to me about coming to America and Portland Bible College and I'm so blessed in order to be here and then we got the amazing privilege to have you at PBC and uh, I got the amazing privilege to meet you. I remember when I first met you. We were all waiting for you. No, I Actually, remember. this is a story. We were, we were all waiting for you to come, and you never came. The Mexican guy. Yeah, we were like, oh, the guy from Mexico is finally going to get here. Because we, we, I, I just I hadn't seen anybody from Mexico like, yeah. in, in the previous semesters come to BBC. We were just like, oh, man, we're getting a Mexican student yeah. finally. <laughs> and then we were just waiting for you, and you never came. And we were just like, uh, okay, is he not coming? Like, did he change his mind? And then I remember, so who was funny. it? Obi sent you an email. Yeah, we did. Oh, we did. <laughs> oh, man, that's a story for another time. Yeah. <laughs> but that was really fun getting to meet you and know you. And you have been such a such a close brother of mine for Thanks. ever since. And um, just recently, even, too, we've gotten to connect and kind of talk. Mm-hmm. And we've gotten to see your heart so much more. And that is why I admire you is because your heart is after God. Mm-hmm. You're just such such a... Thank you. You're in such pursuit of him and... 
it inspires me and it motivates me. You. And you're such a you're such a father figure too. Aww, you really are. Thanks. You really are. It's a lot of people on campus. And um, man, just everyone you meet. I'm 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 really I really want to say this. Everyone who meets you has such a privilege of meeting you because wow. your heart and the way you are and just what you do and mm-hmm. I can't even begin to describe it with words. I'm going to cry here on the set. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Anelsi, today you're on the show because mm-hmm. I wanted to talk to you about the coronavirus. Yeah. Coronavirus sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it really sucks. And um, I just kind of wanted to let, uh, talk with you and yeah. kind of just ask you, um, you know, how the coronavirus has shaped your life, you know, and the personal. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's changed everybody's lives. Yeah. Um, but, you know, just kind of see it through your eyes. So, um, you know, you mentioned you're here, you're, you're, from, you're at PBC, mm-hmm. originally from Mexico. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, you're an international student. Yeah. So what, what is that, how did that situation for, the news of the situation, mm-hmm. you know, how it first got to America and everything. And now we're in quarantine. We got into lockdown measures and stuff like yeah. that. Uh, man, what went through your mind when you first heard that? When it first really, like, you got it and you were like, whoa, this is real. What went through your mind? Yeah. Well, first of all, for the people um, that are listening, when everything ha- started happening, um, I think I've been having my mind in just in the in the peace and the rest of God and everything was fine. You know, you start listening, this thing happening in China and different parts of the world. But when actually you start seeing that in America... Uh, Disney World shut down and like different big business is like <laughs> wow it real. <laughs> it, this thing is real you know it's happening when Disney World shut down yeah when Disney World you know like wow it's the end of the world you know yeah, a lot of people I imagine <laughs> and um and a lot of um international students um they started to just packing things and leaving the campus because their borders they were shut down so that's where I started just realizing that um this is something that is real. This is something that is going to change the whole world. And I was, I don't want to sound like unsensitive, but I was excited. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you why. Because previous, all this Corona thing happened. I was just so desperate praying for revival in the old churches. Mm-hmm. And I felt that not only now that I came to America, but in Mexico, and I think all over the world, like all churches, they were in in a mood that they were just caught into routine and just like doing things. And we all can, can get there, you know, without even realizing. And I was just praying like, God, just shape, shape us, like shake us, like do something to awake our hearts for you. Like uh, we want, I want the real thing. I want Jesus to be so present, so real in, in our lives in the body of Christ. So in a sense, yeah, I was just shocked, but everything was happening so fast. But at the same time, I was excited, like waiting to see how God is going to use all this situation for his sake, you know, for his uh, purpose. Right. But at the same time, of course, we're humans and many thoughts came to my mind, like, okay, I'm an international student. I, I'm international student. I don't yeah, have insurance. Yeah, yeah. And what if these can, I can, it can have, I can have it. I mean, there's a possibility. Uh, what am I going to supposed to do? But I wasn't really like really crazy about it, but at the same time, just aware, like, okay, 
what's what would be the plan but god gave me a lot of peace and um in the school people support us a lot and they the way that the leadership managed the situation was like okay guys just calm down and everything so yeah it's been it's been good it's been good so far and i think we all are vulnerable to be affected one way or another i have all parents all parents (laughs) they're they're in their 70s and of course um we all can be affected but um but i'm so blessed that i can just tell you now that i'm so um in love with jesus that i trust him i know that what he's doing and he's doing good things yeah that's so good i just i love what you said you're so in love with jesus Mm -hmm. that you just trust yeah and um i think all of us at some point can say that we have been or we are you know Mm -hmm. some of us are not at that point where we completely trust jesus yeah and um you know, we, God calls us to completely trust him. Yeah. Completely cast all our cares on him because yeah. he, he cares for us. Right. Yeah. And, um, I think a lot of people have trouble with that. I mean, personally, um, I've had trouble with that mm-hmm. even just recently, you know, in, in this season. And that's, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna excuse that with being there. Mm-hmm. And of course you said you had that too, you mm-hmm. know, but you, you've come to the realization you love Jesus so much that you can just fully trust him. Yeah. What can you say to that person right now who is listening to this podcast? Mm-hmm. Uh, what can you tell them right now about trusting Jesus? I mean, they may be just in that situation where they're, they don't know where the next meal is mm-hmm. coming from. Mm-hmm. They don't know how they're yeah, going to be able to sure. eat their children. And they, they might not even be international. Yeah. You know, that yeah. might be the half of it for them. Exactly. Yeah, I think that um, trusting Jesus is a choice that you make every day. And that's regardless of your circumstances or your, yeah. Um, and in my own testimony, 2014, I was diagnosed with uh, chronic anxiety. And um, it was so much painful. And I was far from the Lord for sure and that was one of the reasons that i was in so much pain and it's funny how god is just revealing to me in this season like and elsie look back and see that in 2014 there was no coronavirus there was no crisis but i was dying inside i was in so much fear and nothing really was happening like like the way that is happening now and now that I have so many um, opportunities to fear. I choose not to, and I experience so much peace because I've been choosing Him, and I've been growing in the Lord. So somehow I feel like He prepared me for this season yeah. to walk with boldness because I've been choosing Him uh, every day. And I may I may never share this to you, but since that time, since 2014, until. Um, Last year, I was battling with pain, like emotional pain and then physical pain every day. It was pain, pain, pain. And I learned after 2016, when I surrendered completely my life to Christ, that it was not about just seeking comfort or happiness. It was just knowing him knowing Jesus. And in that sense, I just find a lot of breakthrough and freedom. Now I know that I, I, my body being healed in this life, it will be great. And I know I've even experienced it, but I still, I believe this is not the 
object, like not the object, like the objective, like the main goal, right, you know, of yeah, human beings. Right, right. So what I can tell everyone that is listening is that there's hope. There is, um, yeah, just rely on him every day and just don't let the last of the enemy come to you because that's the worst thing that we won't let fear and uncertainty come. He give us one day at a time Ooh. to deal with. He doesn't give you, you know, the rest of, right. you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know how to explain it, but <laughs> it's just like you, you, right now, yeah, this moment. Yeah. So it's, it's so much relief knowing that. And yeah, for sure. There's hope the pain is not permanent and yeah, he's good. Wow. Yeah. I love, I love what you're saying. You know, the, the pain is not permanent. Like even this pandemic is not permanent. It's not, um, you know, there may be some effects that, you know, after this is over, might still might still be something that's in place but overall this this pain or this pandemic isn't permanent mm -hmm. and we will overcome you know and it, it's so funny because we were just talking about you know being overcomers mm -hmm. you know and you cannot be um you you really cannot be called an overcomer unless you are actually overcoming you know mm -hmm. you cannot be called you know god cannot be called jehovah jireh you know provider right mm -hmm. unless he keeps providing that mm -hmm. has to be something that he is mm -hmm. and that he does mm -hmm. right so that's 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 the identity thing and we were just mm -hmm. talking also about identity, identity. Yeah. yeah identity and i think that's so important right now and even especially in this time yeah oh my goodness especially in this time um because we are at a point where we're isolated mm -hmm. And at the same time, we have so much space for this, um, for the enemy just to come in and mm -hmm, start mm -hmm. flooding your mind with these different mm -hmm, lies. Mm -hmm. And even sometimes it's not even the enemy, it's ourselves. Mm -hmm. We start kind of putting ourselves down. Yeah. Um, and identity right now is such a, such a big thing. Mm -hmm. um, and for you, like I, I've seen, my goodness, I, I remember like from when you first got here, who you are now oh, yeah. i've seen just such a shift in who yeah, you are 100 um, and i even remember just like a, i think it was a couple months ago um we were at uh, bethesda in oh, vancouver yeah. and um i remember i got your phone and i was recording something on it I was like and i'll see blah 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 blah, blah. and you don't know <laughs> how just, much impact have made in my life right right and you were telling me that thank you for like, that those i was words. speaking encouragement over yeah, you and just words. like it's something that i truly saw and just like yeah. put it on a video on your phone and you saw it and you were just telling me you don't know how much that i needed that or mm -hmm. how much I, I needed to hear that yeah. it's so true um but identity is such a big thing right yeah. now um can you speak a little bit more on identity um and how 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 we can help, you know, shape our identity into what it's supposed to be and not what this, uh, you know, what not what the season wants it to be. Yeah. There's so much breakthrough, bro. I'm so, my skin gets like <laughs> chills. Like, wow. how can I say it? Yeah, yeah, goosebumps. Because I have experienced so much freedom knowing who I am in Christ. Like knowing that there's no circumstance, there's no thought about... Even what I think about myself, that doesn't define me. You know, like mm. the grown thinkings, like I can have, yeah. you know, it's just, just the word of God defines me. Wow. And I, and I just, I was reading Revelation 12, uh, that it's saying that the enemy is the accu accuser. He's day and night accusing us. Mm. And, but by the blood of the lamb, we are 
conquers, we come overcomers. On. Come on. And that's our yes. identity. It's just like Jesus paid it all. He's done. You know what I mean? Hallelujah. <laughs> so good. He's done. And I can spend hours talking about the struggles that I have in the past. But I, I, and I believe there's, there's a, there's a place, there's a moment to talk about it, yeah. so people can connect with your testimony. Yeah. But I just choose now to embrace the work of Jesus on the cross because right. that's, that's the key. If we really acknowledge that, not only as knowledge, but we live it, we ask the Holy Spirit to transfer this knowledge into a lifestyle, into an experience, then we'll. Or perspective of ourselves about people about everything is just completely changed yeah yeah 100 percent um i grew up having this grown thinking about myself and i was just having so much trouble trying to figure out who i was and um i grew up in in a broken family you know my mom was a single mom right and so i was always battling with this uh lost i have lost since i was a little kid and i was just like so but no that was a sin. and i just started to develop these thoughts and i didn't even know that was a sin or was lost you know what i mean but i right. was just like there's something wrong in me yeah and i started growing up i started just developing these ideas and what people think about me and what i just and I was just in an emotional crisis in 2014. That's why I think one of the reasons I developed that emotional crisis. Um, but now, in, no, now knowing who I am in Christ, there's so much freedom and boldness and inside of me. Yeah. And now that, like you're saying, like we're isolated, I feel more closer to Jesus. Like I, I experience his presence yeah. every moment. Yeah. Like uh, John 15, like where I'm abiding, like I feel, and I don't feel I am connected to the root, to the, I'm the branch and he's the, oh, the uh, how, yeah. do you, how do you yeah. say this? The, his roots. His roots. Yeah. I'm connected with him and I've been experiencing that. And there are days that I don't feel like it, but I don't let the enemy telling me like, oh, are you truly connected with him? And I'm Ooh. like... Be quiet, you know. Get up. Yeah. I was about to say shut up, but I'm like, I don't know if that's oh, yeah, appropriate. <laughs> shut up, and let me just, I'll just bleep get it out. out of here. <laughs> You're such a liar, and I'm not gonna let you accuse me, and not even myself. And I'm just, you know, living in this grace, mm. the mm. grace of God, the yeah. grace of Jesus. Yeah, I'm. I'm really now. I know it, but I know I also I live it. Yeah, it's my lifestyle. Yeah, it, it just. I, I even just as you're saying that I'm like wow that's it does help me be more free like it really does and I resonate with that because I was just talking to you about the past month that I spent yeah. you know obviously I was in San Diego for the past month and um, there was a lot of unpacking that I had to do uh, not just because I was on a plane but also because there was a, truly like a lot of uh, baggage that I was just carrying like the thing about authenticity yeah. and identity and I think it starts with identity. Like yeah. That's the root of a lot of things is when you don't have a, 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 like a solid footing on your identity, when mm -hmm. you don't, not for sure on mm -hmm. your identity, a lot of things start falling apart. Like authenticity for me, that was something that, um, like I, I, I never straight out lie to people, Yeah. but I also don't, you know, share things that I should be sharing with people yeah. or, you know, be as authentic as, as you know, we're supposed to be, as we're called as the body of Christ. To be. Yeah. You know, I, I just even told you things that 
um, like I, I was going through a bunch of things before I left Portland, uh, back to San Diego for that one month. Um, and I was just going through a lot of things, um, that I wouldn't even tell my closest friend. Cause yeah. it was, just, I would just, it, it was that mentality of like, I don't, I, if I, if I say these things, if I confess these things to people, or if I ask for help in these certain areas, like, I don't think, I think that people will look down on me yeah. and think less of me. Such a lie. And it was such a lie. No, seriously, it was such a lie. No. That was just, that came out of that branch of, like, my identity wasn't solid. My identity was not solid. I really began to think, like, um, and, and sometimes, like I said before, the enemy isn't even the one doing this. Sometimes it's us. Mm-hmm. But I do think that the enemy has a role. And um, it's just, like, these lies inside of my head telling me, like, oh, you're not even, you're not even, like, uh worthy enough to be a leader in your church like you're not even worthy enough to lead other people to talk about um you know the word of god and because of your past it disqualifies you Mm -hmm. you know and so i just started to kind of like letting those things sit in for a while and i remember just a couple of days Mm -hmm. i was just like kind of in that days and Mm -hmm. i was like wait a minute no 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 no. this is not true like this Mm -hmm. is not this is not how, uh, you know, a son of a king is meant to think. This is not yeah. how a child of God exactly. is meant to Come think. On. And, and when I started realizing that, I started hanging on to that, those titles. Yeah. Child of God, son yes. of a king. Yes. And uh, I started just remembering that song. Um, it's called Who You Say I Am. Yeah. I love that song. That's a I good love song. It. It's powerful. You know, I am chosen, not forsaken. I just started declaring those things over me. Um, in my mind, I was just like, I am chosen, not forsaken. I am who you say I am. Mm-hmm. And that was the key, like the key sentence, like I am who he says I am. Yeah. And I, I started coming back to the part of my identity. And that's where a lot of things like broke free from me this past month. Mm-hmm. Um, I just broke free from a, just a lot of those lies. Mm-hmm. And like you were even telling me today, like when I opened the door. For you. I totally see it. Yeah. I mean, like no different one, but I, like I said again, the real, the one. real one. Yes. The one that is found in Jesus, the, the identity found in Jesus. Yeah. yeah. I truly feel authentic. I feel like, um, I can, I can really just tell people, Hey, this is on my heart. This is on my chest. Please help. And that's what the church is meant to be like. This yeah. is what this is what everybody's supposed to be doing yeah. is reaching out. And that's how the church functioned before. And this is how it's supposed yeah. to keep functioning is reach out, tell people that you mm-hmm. need help. Like even especially in this time yeah. that we are in this, you know, isolation. Yeah. We can be very disconnected. And when we get disconnected, uh-huh. we start getting into those moments of, okay, yeah, I'm worthless. Oh yeah, I'm mm-hmm. I'm this and that. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm not this. I'm not worthy of that. Yeah. And then there's nobody around. There's nobody around to reach out to you. But you have to reach out to them. You have to reach out yeah. to people. You have to stop believing those lies. Yeah. And that was really it for me. This yeah. this past month was really unpacking that and coming back to my identity. Yeah. And, you know, like, um, I think just confusion about identity is a yeah. virus within itself. Yeah. It definitely is. Because if you, if you stop believing yeah. who you are, if you stop... Uh, no, um, I guess believing what yeah. the truth is, um, people will see that. People, and even in your own realm, they will see that. Yeah, and they'll kind of be like, "Oh my God, what's wrong with you?" You know, like they'll they'll be like that and that, you know. And then it kind of spreads over to them, and just yeah. like, "Oh man, like maybe he's right." Like me, you know, like yeah. it, it spreads around. Yeah. It's something that I was just yeah. I was listening to Ken Moldman in one of the classes that he teach in Portland Bible College, and he was saying that we need a mirror to see 
who how we look like every day so it's like our identity spiritual identity we need a mirror whoa look, come you know? on <laughs> see that come so, on get out, man. so when you don't have the word uh, of god like I, as your mirror when you have the holy spirit whoa. jesus as your mirror you look for different mirrors yeah so you look for the affirmation of your parents you look the affirmation from social media and you post a bunch of pictures you know whoa. to try to find out that's your mirror yeah or you try to find it in even good things like people in church you know they're yeah. good people but they don't dictate who i am right. like jesus you know so as a, as christians we can go to church and we can do all these amazing things but if we don't have our daily mirror every day in the morning or through the day or all the time the word of god we will try to struggle to get other uh, mirrors, you know, affirmation. So right. it's pretty, pretty intense. <laughs> it's pretty like, um, I love the way that he picture it. It makes a lot of sense. And I think that definitely we can connect uh, that we, in the past, we've been selecting a bunch of mirrors from different wow. sources. And what you find out is that you get, like you're saying, confused. Yeah. You are full of fear and just just ending in emotional crisis you know you ended in medication because yeah. you're just like trying to find out wow. and that's so, good. that's so good i love that you know the mirror thing and it's funny i'm not stealing credit okay but i actually was talking about this with another friend the other day and um you know he asked for prayer because of identity and um it was like, okay, yeah, let's pray for identity. And, you know, to my mind came that mirror thing. Not exactly that. It was mostly like every day when we wake up and we look at the mirror, let us not see ourselves, mm -hmm. but let us see you. Yeah. You know, if we are seeing you in the mirror instead of ourselves, yeah. then we're doing something, right? If, yeah. if we're not seeing you, then please help us. Help yes. us to look more like you every yeah. day, to be like you more every day. And that's ultimately the goal, you know, yeah. in identity is... Being more like Jesus. Yeah. That's why I'm so passionate about just learning, learning everything in and the word of God and just there's so many things that I still in the process of just adjust um digesting, you know, it's it's a it's a lot of good stuff in the Bible, but this last year that I've been just committing my life, you know, every day to learning deeply the word of god i've been that's why i've been experiencing so much freedom because seriously my mirror is christ every day mm. and i've been encouraged my people back home like i've um encouraged even my mom like mom you need to like learn who you are in christ so i encourage her to take one class yeah uh, online and she's doing it right now and she was uh, with a lot of fear like i don't yeah. know if i should do it or not but i'm like mom it's just you need to know who you are and cry oh. like you just so now uh when we talk like she's not talking about um just anything else than just jesus and the revelation that she's getting for the word of god and i and she's been experiencing so much breakthrough and also i've been encouraged other friends like you should continue like come on bro just keep learning more from god so yeah. you can know who you are right and i've been thinking 
the last month. That's a good kind of virus right there. That's a good kind of virus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when people begin to realize who they are and begin to yeah. come back to the roots of their identity. Yeah. It's so good. I love I love what you were doing with your mom there. And I, and I think that um, as Christians, sometimes we, um, when we don't know our identity or potential Christ, we gather and we just talk about um, or sin or struggles and it seems like it's um like we are victims of sin that we're yeah. victims of ourselves yeah. self-pity and all this stuff Ooh. and i'm like no because i was asking god like god is this the the life that you pay for us on the cross so we can yeah. now are safe to struggle against our sin come on and strive for holiness and he's like, not at all. Right. Like, pay a big price on the cross because I want you to experience that fulfillment that I have yeah. for you. And you don't have to wait to get to heaven. You can experience it right now, right here. So I've been encouraged people, like, we are not victims. We're not. We're not. We're, we're more than a conqueror. And like I was reading Revelation yeah. 17, uh, 12, that he's saying that we are conquers by the blood of right. jesus for sure yeah i think i think I, I love so much that you touch on that victim thing because if we think about victims you know there's so many different kinds of victims over different breaths of different mm -hmm. genres i guess you could say right there's so many victims um and carrying the burden of a victim is so heavy mm -hmm. so heavy when you have victim mentality um you miss things yeah that you're supposed to be stepping into yeah and, um, you know, one thing that, oh man, I forgot who said this, but I took it. I stole it from them. <laughs> so please don't sue me if this is your, your quote, but you know, it's like, it's, it's they said, I'm too woke for this heavy yoke. Mm -hmm. And I was just kind of blown away by that. I was like, that is so good. I am too woke for this heavy yoke. Being a victim is such a heavy yoke and God doesn't call us to be victims. In fact, he calls us to be champions. Mm -hmm. You know, we are, we are champions, mm -hmm. champions. We are conquerors yeah. Yeah. We are overcomers. And that just goes back full circle. Yeah. You know, once you're back in your identity, you know, it, it's so crazy that we as humans are like this. Mm -hmm. We don't, um, you know, God says it's in his word. And he says, this is who you are. And we just go on this complete journey mm -hmm. around the moon and the sun and mm -hmm. come back. And we're like, man, I don't know who I am, man. I can't find my identity. My I'm going through the worst yeah. time right now. And it's like, no, 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 no. God says it right here in this word. He is calling you this. Yeah. You're a child of come God. On. You know, this is your identity. It's yeah. like, look right here. And we go through this whole pain and suffering. Thing. Yeah. And, you know, it's just so easy for us to come back to the word. And be yeah. Like, hey, this is and I want to tell people like, hey, you're not a victim of COVID-19. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Say that, pastor. You're, you're not a victim of the government uh, decisions or whatever. Yeah. We are not victims of anything. Like God mm. is over everything. Yes. You know, the victims get tired and make people tired. Come on, <laughs> don't be a victim. <laughs> don't be a victim, please. Do not be a victim. And I love this phrase from, I think I don't remember. <laughs> I am st I'm st we're stalling quotes. I know, we're stalling quotes, people. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, we, don't, we don't struggle with snuggle. <laughs> we snuggle with Jesus. So let's, let's just um, 
open our hearts mm. to receive this revelation that yeah. all these things that we're talking right now i think many people already know yeah but sometimes they just need that reminder though we just need a reminder and we just need also the holy spirit come on we need to be open to the Holy Spirit, to to all this knowledge that we know, be transferred as a lifestyle. Speak and his, <laughs> yes. and his, uh, his heaven perspective becomes our perspective and we act it out, we live it out, yeah. you know, every day. Mm. And I'm just so excited, bro. I'm seriously so <laughs> excited. I love Jesus so much. Yeah. And I'm so grateful that he prepared us for this, for this, um, season yeah and, and the principle of a yeah. conquer like Ken moment also i'm quoting Ken moment he's saying like one the principle of a um a conquer is challenges or problems makes us excited because we know that god will show up god Ooh. is doing something like when they were uh just just joshua joshua was getting ready to you know enter and conquer jericho yeah seems impossible like the walls were huge and all these things you know but uh god gave him this challenge and our perspective now is like if we see those walls of covid-19 of situations of finances or whatever we are getting excited with the perspective of heaven because we know that god will show up god will do something supernatural in order to show his his character you know so um, i'm very excited to see that happen i think it's happening already yeah even 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 if we haven't seen like what we expect to see i think those little miracles of for example people gathering like families back together in reconciliation or i i have received calling so people back home telling Mm -hmm. me like and Elsie, I need Jesus. Like, how can I go back to Jesus? Like, Ooh. I'm so much fear. Like, what? For yes. me, that's the biggest miracle. Yes. Because that's their soul, you know, yes. hungry for God, Come for on. Jesus. So I don't want, I don't want this to be to end without seeing the move of God, without seeing um, the souls, yeah. you know, revival, revival right. in the souls, and even in the body of Christ already. Mm. Like, I don't want to go back to the same routine in church. I want to go back to a church that is that, that Jesus show up in the meeting. Like we don't we don't go until Jesus show up. You know what I mean? Oh my gosh! And it's so it's so funny that okay, it's so great that you touch on that because guys, even the church has gone back to its true identity. Yeah. Like, did you realize? That's you realize that? Like, I, I just realized that clicked in my mind. Like, uh, not just true. us as people have gone back to our you know our, our should be going back to our true identity or you yeah. know have been on that journey right now. But the church has gone back to its true identity. Yeah. Because, oh my gosh, I, don't, I can't even tell you how much, like, there was this class with Travis Arnold from, he's also a professor at PBC. Mm-hmm. And um, he, started, he he made a challenge. Uh, I don't know, I forgot what, I think it was Doctrine of the Church mm-hmm. was a class. And um, we had to go a week with saying, if we were referring to the church building, we had to go a week with saying, I'm going to the temple. Because if you said, I'm going to the church, like you're going to the people group, which okay, is the church. So right. that's the difference. So like I can't even tell you how much like that was so fun that's and true. it was kind of complicated. It was really hard to say that. And now I kind of watch myself when I say that. Um, but I can't even tell you how many people, um, even in the church, mm-hmm. thought that the church was the building. Yeah. And like we oh my gosh. 
That's um, crazy. We had there, there's like, we've advanced so much as as the universal church moving away from that yeah. mentality into moving and now for for like for this that's yeah. going on right now. Yeah. People, if they didn't know before, they sure do now because yeah. the church is a people. Yeah, it's the people. Yes, like that's going on, and people are online, and their their churches are online and stuff like that. That's the church. It's the people. Yeah. it's not. It's not the. It's not the freaking building. <laughs> it's not the building. It's not the the parking lot. Yeah, you know, it's not that. The uh, two fat songs. The two slow songs. Exactly. It's like transition. it's not the worship set, people. <laughs> I love it. But it's you, yeah. and that's just a service. Yeah. Like that's a yeah. service. That's yeah. a celebration of church that should be going mm-hmm. on all week long. And now we get to do that every day. We get to like look at these live feeds. <laughs> we get to look at all these live feeds that are going on yeah. Instagram and Facebook. All these videos of encouragement and devotional. Yeah and all these pastors and da, 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 which again I tell you to discern these things people come on but, <laughs> you know take yeah. that encouragement yeah. take it and that's the church for you like, yeah. that's the church right now and we've gone back to our true identity just people and we've been praying for like um, like I was saying uh, our families right yeah. families and in the church and our that God will just shape their identity and I think that it's happening like as again People that they never had the time to pray together, mm. even for a meal, even for just fellowship. Now there is happening. Yeah, it is. Pray, uh, people praying, people just singing songs. Like the other day, like again, I was talking with my mom and um, a f- family members. They were just gathering in worshiping together and that never happened before that gives me chills they were like with a guitar and just singing and i like that's amazing and even myself like i never <laughs> thought about doing communion outside the church like communion you know yeah, what i mean yeah. and the other day i uh i did you know like mm-hmm. i with a, a piece of uh pizza bread you know like a, <laughs> you know the, the last part and then I did juice. That too. You did the same thing? <laughs> I did the same thing. It was the, the last and it was the so, crust of the pizza. <laughs> I never cried that much before. Wow. In just doing communion. Because it means a lot. It means a lot more in this season where I see that the body and the blood of Jesus is more than enough for us. Man. And that he paid for all this situation going on. I was just crying so much, saying thank you, Jesus. And yeah, so it's been amazing (laughs) to experience Jesus outside what we thought, you know, outside the building. Right. Yeah. Like being in the church. Yeah. That's so crazy. Well, I'm just like, I'm just, I'm in awe of like all this, you know, that we've been talking about. Um, Truly, truly. I think today was about identity Mm -hmm. so much. I think it was very Holy Spirit. So very Holy Spirit. So Holy Spirit. Um, and just to give you guys background, like we've been talking for an hour. I think it also said this before. We actually have been talking for an hour yeah. before we even started recording. So we've definitely had like a more in-depth conversation. But um, well, I just hope that after you've listened to this this episode, that mm-hmm. you're encouraged and that you are beginning to make that journey back to your identity. Yeah. If you're not there already. And if you're starting that, we just pray that in that journey in that journey, you really embrace not what you were being told you were, but who you really are. Mm-hmm. And that that process is easy for you. Because for a lot of people, it's hard to embrace who they really are. Like, they don't feel like they are loved. They don't they don't feel like they're worthy to be called, you know, mm-hmm. a child of God. But it's really who you are. Like, that's, yeah. that's what you were created from. Like, when God thought of you, created you, mm-hmm. 
he he called you this like this is this is the name that he mm-hmm. wanted to call you by mm-hmm. and you are that you know yeah. everything that the enemy says you are mm-hmm. you're not that yeah because that's a lie everything that the enemy says um you're not you are that because enemy likes to lie to you he like like and said in the beginning mm-hmm. no the enemy is an accuser mm-hmm. enemy is an accuser well, Nelsie, one thing that I love um, to do at the end of every podcast, mm-hmm. every guest, which um, is kind of weird to say because I've only had one other guest, um, is have um, every guest pray mm-hmm. um, for the end of this podcast. Yeah. So, Nelsie, would you do me the honor of praying for everybody Absolutely. out there right now during this COVID-19 season and mm-hmm. this identity? Yes. Yeah. Yes, Jesus. Thank you so much, God. I just pray that your Holy Spirit will reveal this truth this identity that even um our words sometimes are too short in order to articulate everything that you want to say or do but i believe that your holy spirit is more than enough to bring a transformation just the the same way that you have done it in my life in carlos life jesus we pray that every single person that listens to this podcast we just experience right now the holy spirit the presence the sweet presence of jesus christ transforming their hearts and even though even they don't feel anything but i pray that you will convince them who they really are in you jesus for now and forever amen amen well thank you everybody for listening to this podcast i hope that this has brought you some insight into your identity and again we just pray that that journey is is easy on you and not so complicated and that it's easy to understand who you really are if you want to know more about Nelsie, you can look in the uh, show notes description it'll give you uh, all his social media links um and yeah I am just so happy that Nelsie was here today. Thank Nelsie, so again, much. thank you so much for being you. here today. We love you guys so much. Thank you for listening to the Jesus for People podcast, and we'll see you on the next episode. Goodbye. You've been listening to the Carlos Gallo Jesus for People podcast. Join us next time for more insights on Jesus, purpose, and leadership as you experience Jesus like never before.